Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krops. And good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. It is election week or month, <laughs> just depending on, uh, I guess, how the laws are implemented that the Democrats passed and Kate Brown signed into law. It's no longer election day tomorrow, even though we sort of think it is. And we will have our election night broadcast tomorrow night. I hope that you'll be able to join us because we'll we'll be at the Mark Thielman election night party here in Salem, broadcasting live from there. But we'll also be talking with other candidates. We'll be calling them on their phones and and just getting their reaction to what's going on out there. All of that is tomorrow night. So I want you to be sure that you are listening. It's a special election night broadcast. And we're grateful to all of our sponsors for that broadcast. And I'll get to them here uh, in a little bit. But just want to remind you, it starts about 730 tomorrow night. And myself and Josh Michaels will be bringing you the latest election results as we go through the evening till about 10 o'clock. And we should know, generally speaking, who has won, except maybe those very tight races. Now, look, at the bottom of this hour, we are going to talk to Judge Vance Day, who is running, as you know, for the Oregon Court of Appeals. This is most unusual to have anyone running against a an incumbent, in this case, a 19-year incumbent leftist lawyer who's been a judge on the Oregon Court of Appeals all this time. Nobody runs against them or the Supreme Court positions. It's sad. We need more Vance Days out there who believe in the Constitution as the founders wrote it. Don't you think? Well, I do. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am, jeff at kslm.news. Tonight, of course, is the showing that we are sponsoring at KSLM Radio of 2,000 Mules. It is going to be at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill right off of McGillcrest, out by the, the Salem Airport. Buy a ticket. Go to kslm.news. I'll do that right now just to tell you and show you how easy it is. KLSM.news is our website. And it shows, of course, that I am on right now. Just scroll down a little bit and you'll see, click here to get tickets for 2,000 mules. You click on that. I mean, it's just, that's how easy it is. And it will take you to where you can buy the tickets. And, and it's a, an event bright dot um, com website the tickets are twelve dollars it's brought to you of course by kslm and noncompliantamerica.com that's josh michaels 
uh, website and his organization. By the way, with the $12 uh, for the ticket, you get free popcorn and sodas. So come hungry. <laughs> get all the popcorn you want. 2,000 mules. It's tonight at 6 o'clock. I'll be there. Come down and join us, won't you? Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. 2275 McGill Crest Street, Southeast in Salem. Honky Tonk Bar and Grill tonight. Actually says it begins at 530 and I'll be there probably around 5 o'clock. But just come and join us, folks. Uh, we're going to kick that thing off. And it is and it is a great prelude to tomorrow night's broadcast. Again, election night. So join us tomorrow night. Be expecting the unexpected. That's that's kind of my theme for today. Be expecting the unexpected when it comes to elections in Oregon. It's not bad. Don't get me wrong. It's a good thing. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Like the one I got from Corby. Non-governmental organizations. And there's a reason that I am uh, just mentioning this to you. He says, as I understand at the end of this month, the Biden administration will most likely sign a treaty giving the WHO world power at their discretion to call the shots on medical decisions such as lockdowns and other controls. Why is this not being talked about? He questions. What do you think? Um, over the weekend, I began to get messages about this, Corby, so you're, you're not alone, and we need to be talking about it, and we will. We're going to get through the election first, and then we're going to dive into this. This is a big deal. Now, it's not a treaty in terms of a treaty that needs to be I – mean, it constitutionally should be brought before the U.S. The, Oregon, the U.S. Constitution says treaties have to be approved by the U.S. Senate. This is not being done. This is a this is a way that they have found to get around and it's numerous administrations that have done this to get around that constitutional requirement. It's wrong, it's unconstitutional and it needs to be challenged as such. Now, having said all of that, voter turnout is an Oregon catalyst story today. As of the 13th. Now today's the 16th, right? So as of the 13th, it's still pretty low. It's only 14.7% state average. That's not very high. But 20% are Republican voters. 19.7% are Democrat voters. 14% are independent voters. Now, 11% Pacific Green 11% Constitution Party, 10% Progressive, 9% Libertarian, 6.1% non-affiliated. Now, you got to understand th these numbers in context. 20% of Republicans is slightly higher than the 19.7% of Democrats. That's good. Except that there's 300,000 more Democrats in Oregon than there are Republicans. That's not so good. Independent voters, 14. Now, independent voters are not the same as non-affiliated. The largest voting group in this state, folks, 
of the unaffiliated voters. And they've only turned in their ballots at 6.1%. That's astonishingly low. There is an actual independent party, independent voters, 14%. Pacific Green and Constitution parties are very small parties. Progressive party, very small. Libertarian, small. So these elections are not just... If you believe in the Constitution, if you believe in your liberty, if you believe in conservative values, you need to be voting. You need to be talking to your friends and neighbors that you know are conservative and help them get their ballot in. Talk with them, talk with them about the candidates. Because I will tell you, these races for school board, and again, that's where the fight and the the battle is for the soul of this country. Those elections, the elections for city council, Every one of them, Salem City Council. Chuck Bennett's retiring. I had a great conversation with him the other day when we were at the Marion County Courthouse on the National Day of Prayer. He's an old friend, a good man. He's had his fill. We need others to step up that will stand up and get elected using this unique time. And it is folks, this is our time. If ever we were gonna take over city councils and school boards, it is now. This is why what you do and how you do it in terms of talking with your friends and neighbors, your personal activism in your world is so important. I cannot stress it enough. I used to joke, and you've heard me, those of you who've listened to me for a long time, I used to joke that, hey, Republicans, get your ballots in and done and get them turned into the a ballot drop-off site or, more importantly, go to your county clerk and hand it in there if you can. That way you know it's not going to get uh, stolen by some leftist union group that we allow in Oregon to uh, pick up those ballots. At any rate, uh, um, I used to joke and say, Republicans, turn yours in. Democrats, make sure you put them in the mail, you know, like like today. Because it used to be that if they weren't received by 8 o'clock on election night, they weren't valid. I used to joke about that. Well, now the Democrats have passed laws in Oregon to allow those ballots that that go put in the mail today, in the mail tomorrow, to be counted for up to seven days. So remember, we no longer have election day in Oregon. It's election week or election month, depending on how it turns out. There's other things going on out there, and we will uh, get to them The state isn't releasing budget details until after the election. A year ago, folks, the Oregon legislature voted to approve a $112 billion two-year budget, $112 billion. 
legislative office usually releases a report on the details on where the money went. Now, this is how the legislature allocates it, and, and I'll talk to that. Guess what? It's been a year, and we don't have a vote. By the way, there's a great cartoon there. Kate Brown with her hands over the mouths of many Oregonians. There's other things that we'll talk about, including Willamette Week has a story about Oregon's overdose deaths rose 33.6% last year, the fifth largest in the U.S. It's not good. Also, the shootings over the weekend, the supermarket shootings, I'll have something to say about that. And then the church shooting in Southern California yesterday. One fatality, four critically wounded. Churchgoers tackled the guy, used an extension cord to tie his hands. This is why at churches, you better have security, and they had better be armed. Let's go to... Uh, darn it. Um, sorry. Kathy and Rich, hang on through the break. I promise I'll get to you on the other side. Vance Day comes up at the bottom of the hour. Conservative constitutional judge running for the Oregon Court of Appeals. I hope you voted for him. If you haven't voted, you need to vote. And he'll tell you why. We come back. Don't go away. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. As promised, right to the phones. We'll start with Kathy. Kathy, good morning. Good morning. First of all, I've got a friend in Arizona that I saw she um, tweeted last night that she is not going to vote because our uh, election system is so messed up. And I'm going to call her this morning and tell her that's not the way to fix it. Remember, they had to stop counting because President Trump was getting too many votes. We've got to make it harder for them to cheat. Um, You're absolutely right, and, and I will tell you that when when we overwhelm the ballot box, they cannot cheat enough to win. Right. And you should and also then, remind her, your your friend, that sometimes really important elections are decided by just a few votes. Remind her that Kate Brown, the worst governor in the nation, our governor won her very first election by just seven votes. Remind her about that. I'll do it. One other thing I wanted to say, I woke up to some 
bad news this morning. Um, we are going to send money to Europe again for baby formula. Why can't we open Abbott, the Abbott Labs, or whoever it is that's making our formula? It's another excuse to send more money to Europe, and I'm bewildered about it. Yeah, so, so am I. I you know, a lot, of, a lot of that baby formula, and Kathy, I'm going to let you go because I'm going to move on to Rich here in a moment. A lot of that baby okay. formula in America, it's not only Abbott Labs was shut down, but the federal government is procuring it and sending it down to the southern border for the illegal aliens who are coming across the border. People here can't get it. Hmm. I wonder if that's something that, you know, people sort of think about. Friends, I want to remind you, freedom, heating, and air can make you a lot better. It was a little warm yesterday. It was wonderful, wasn't it? Well, warmer days are coming and relatively soon. So if your air conditioning system, your HVAC system is not working right, don't wait until you're really hot and unhappy. Give them a call. They'll come out right away, assess your system, Whatever they need to do to get it working right, they'll do. They do it right away. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. Rich, you're up. Morning. I have two things. I'm going to dovetail in on uh, Kathy's statement. Isn't it odd that the uh, squad who's against the war all of a sudden is now for the 40 or whatever, $30 billion going to Ukraine? Isn't it also odd that so much emphasis is on the war in Ukraine? Is it because this is the big corrupt pit hole where the Act Blue and the Democrat Party and other and Republicans launder money? Second, I called the elections office on Friday and asked if there was cameras on the Zuckerberg boxes. And they said, oh, no, a lot of them don't have cameras. And I said, so what happens if somebody does something to them? Oh, well, nobody will, because they're in the public view. And I said, well, the one in Turner's in the alley behind um, City Hall. So the question is, again, why aren't these monitored by cameras? And they said, oh, well, we trust everybody, and it, it doesn't need to be done. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. So I figured I'd add that to the fuel of the confusion of them counting ballots on Friday with no Republican voters or uh, uh, poll watchers there to you. Yeah, I got to tell you, I mean, that that you sharing that with us is a profound thing. Folks, this is why you got to be involved. It's things like being a poll watcher, things like Rich is doing. I mean, it's, I'm really disappointed. I got to, you know, Bill Burgess, if he's going to run his office that way as county clerk, I've known the guy for a long time. I'm, I'm not only disappointed, but folks, you need to go hold his feet to the fire. In Marion County, you do. Somebody needs to run against Bill and someone who is going to stand up and, and fix the things that Rich just talked about. Well, you know, I even kidded with the nice lady on the other end. I said, well, what happens if uh, someone wants to fill the uh, ballot, the Zuckerberg boxes full of water? 
Oh, they wouldn't do that. And I said, well, what about the Willamette University kids who got bad grades and want to stuff them somewhere? <laughs> no, that would never happen either. 2,000 mules. Rich, are you coming tonight? I don't know yet. I'm, I'm, we may or may not. I'm not sure. Well, I hope to see you there. We're going to debut 2,000 Mules tonight. KSLM Radio is sponsoring that. It's at the Honky Tonk Bar Grill. Uh, starts yeah, I, at 5. You know, it's going to be great. I'm going to be there. Come and join us, folks. You can buy tickets at kslm.news. Rich, thanks. As always, I Bye. appreciate the great work you're doing by holding those people's feet to the fire. David wrote me an email canceling one of Salem's founding fathers. It was a Statesman Journal story about racist history conversations. Remember that story about that the LUS group, this Hispanic group that intimidates parents and takes pictures of them and harasses them in the parking lots of Salem-Kaiser School District building? Well, one of the people that's prominent in that group is featured in this story canceling one of Salem's founding fathers, the Bush house legacy. Hmm. Vance Day is up next. Check out his website, teamvanceday.org, teamvanceday.org. There's a great opening video there if you go there, teamvanceday.org. He's up in just a few moments. Don't go away. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Tomorrow's election day, of course, and we are having our election night broadcast. Please be sure to tune in tomorrow night. We are uh, going to be getting our broadcast around 7.30. We'll continue on until about 10 o'clock until we kind of know most, uh, mostly how races are going to turn out by then, despite the Democrats passing bills that allow us to count ballots for, who knows, upwards of a month afterwards. So on close traces, you just don't know, but Tune in tomorrow night. Pacific Crest Archery is just one of our sponsors. We thank them for that. Covered Bridge Cafe is another one of them, and we thank them. And we'll uh, continue on. We hope that one of those races will not be close, and that is for the Oregon Court of Appeals. Joining us right now is the constitutional judge, Judge Vance Day, who's running for that position. Judge, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. You know, I'm really looking forward to your show tomorrow night. I, You and I are both of the same ilk. We kind of dive deep into the numbers. And so I'm, I'm, I'm going to have the, have the show on as I'm playing on my computer all night long. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, and we will likely be calling you at some point. So have that cell phone handy. I will have the cell so, phone handy. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good night, Jeff. I, you know, I... Yes, Despite uh, the legislature messing with what I would call voter integrity, it, it concerns me greatly that 
that, you know, if there's no postmark, it still counts. If the postmark is smudged, it still counts. I mean, it, 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 that's not just a good, that's not a good result for Oregonians when that, when, when there's this kind of approach to elections, which doesn't keep the election process tight and, and really sanctified because it is such an important uh, process for us. Yeah. And one of our, one of our listeners is, is rich and he, uh, was informed that there was not going to be any counting on Friday at Marion County elections. So nobody shows up as poll, you know, observers. And he walks in there on Friday and guess what? They're counting ballots. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's, it's stuff like that, that doesn't give people confidence in, in the system. And we need to have that confidence. By the way, I got to mention this, um, it, it's a little bit offhanded because it is one of uh, one of your long-term uh, involvements has been honoring our our heroes, uh, especially from our wars. The only the first living black man to receive the Medal of Honor died last week in Bend. Retired Marine Sergeant Sergeant Major John Lee. Canley died at age 84. Mm. He got the Medal of Honor for uh, in 2018 from Donald Trump, by the way, uh, for his actions mm. 50 years earlier at the Tet Offensive in in the Vietnam War. And it's uh, it's appropriate, isn't it, that we remember these men and women's actions when they've gone over the just gone above and beyond the call of duty for what they've done. And and I'm so. So glad that we make mention of him. It's a good thing to but remember. It's, important. It? it's it's critical that we remember that, Jeff. And I appreciate you bringing up the Sergeant Major. It, you know, there there throughout history there are thousands of examples of individual heroism, but seldom has there been a culture that deep within its its fiber, the the the, the sinew of who we are as Americans is courage, courage on behalf of liberty, courage on behalf of, of those who are suffering, courage to get out into the battle and, and put your life at risk to save another. It, it's an amazing sense of, of um, sacrificing yourself for another is not something that generally comes with human nature. And we've developed in our culture really because of a biblical worldview, in my opinion, a Judeo-Christian worldview, which understands that every person is made in the image of God, and therefore there is a deep, deep dignity and, and, and honor that needs to be extended, and every life is precious. And so I appreciate you pointing that out about the Sergeant Major. We, we have to honor those who gave so much for our liberty. Yes, we do, and you did that in another way when you were judge in Marion County, and that was um, establishing Veterans Court. Uh, and and I shared this with you some time ago when we had you on the air. One of my personal friends, a dear friend of mine, a former Marine, had some issues. He came through your Veterans Court. His life is entirely turned around now. Uh, he became a male nurse, and he's now employed by the state of Oregon in the Oregon Mental Hospital down in Junction City, and, and it was your veterans court that made that happen. Mm -hmm. It was a pleasure to help 
start that court and and to work with such fine professionals. Um, and really, you know, we we owe it to veterans. We train them to protect us, and 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 we 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 tend to throw kind of our veterans away when they come back from combat or come back from service, and and that's not appropriate, particularly when they get involved in the judicial system. And that's why I think Oregon really, should I, and I believe I will, win this election and get on the Oregon Court of Appeals, I will once again step into that role and start advocating for veterans and help around the state veterans courts to emerge because they're, they're wonderful examples of community treatment, community justice, instead of just saying, well, you broke the law and here you go, go to prison. Now, we, we've got benefits for these, these young men and women and older men and women, and we need to exercise the, the, the opportunity to create those courts across the state. Indeed, folks, we're talking with um, Judge Vance Day. He's running for the Oregon Court of Appeals. If you have not voted, please consider voting for him. In fact, you can go to his website, teamvanceday.org, teamvanceday.org. And um, there is a story there about you. Uh, it says here the headline is Vance Day Shines in Portland Urban League Forum. Opponent Ortega appears out of touch, needs to do more work to listen after 19 years on the bench. Yeah. Um, how, how did that or Urban League Forum turn out in, in your view? I really enjoyed it. I, I You know, the Urban League has uh, serves a lot of wonderful people in the Portland area. And though I disagree sometimes with the philosophy uh, uh, that they operate on um, more of an equity philosophy rather than a, an equality philosophy. Nevertheless, I think as Oregonians, we can work alongside of those who we may disagree with on a philosophical basis to see how we can help just the state, you know, in and of itself, move forward. Um, I, I, I was thankful for the moderator. They, they weren't, you know, they weren't any weird questions that kind of were gotcha. They were straight up. Um, and I will always step into an opportunity, no matter who the audience is. I mean, Oregonians need to understand how our judiciary functions and the power that is there. And, you know, for your listeners, you know, we, we sometimes think that our vote doesn't count, but it does. It's really important that we vote for judges that and try to figure out where they're coming from, which is really, really hard in Oregon because the legislature has, you know, protected judges from having to talk about what we believe and what, what kind of actions we could take. And I, I think that is, is a mistake. We need more information, more transparency, not shielding judges and other legislators and thing, you know, people who are running from, from having to discuss what they would do when they have that office. And so I, I, that was a good opportunity, um, and I really enjoyed it. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to the season, you know, election season being over because I've been to all 36 counties, you know, multiple, multiple times. Uh, but it's been a great privilege. But it is, it is, as you know, Jeff, a little tiring sometimes. It is. And that's especially in a statewide race and, and going to all of those counties. Folks, go to his website, uh, teamvanceday.org, teamvanceday.org. Uh, .org. And there is a way, even though Vance is prohibited from asking for donations, I can ask for him. 
And you can uh, click there on uh, on the donate button and you can help him uh, make sure that he has no debt from uh, this race because, it, frankly, it just it costs money to go drive around the state uh, and do what he's done and put up signs and so forth. Again, go to teamvanceday.org. Your sense is there is something going on out there in the electorate. The polls are showing it. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this before. You've been involved in politics a long time. How about you? Oh, absolutely, Jeff. I've, I've been involved in politics and running races and working hard within the trenches for over 40 years. And I've never seen uh, the electorate be this, uh, how do I put it, um, cranky is <laughs> probably yeah. a good way to put it. I mean, yeah, it is. It, it, there's a, yeah, they're, they're upset um, and for good cause. It, it's not one of these passing um I'm, I, you know, somebody kicked me in the shin and I'm angry about it. It's you violated my liberty it, and it's an assault on who we are as a people when government overreaches and, and steps into our lives, into our backyard and begins to tell us how to live and to work and to play and who we can have on Thanksgiving. And if we violate their perspective on our safety, then our neighbors are going to turn us in. I mean, that 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 is so close to fascism, in my opinion. It is. That, yeah. that, that, you know, elector, you know, the people out there are getting cranky about it, and they should be. So we all have to vote. Turn in those ballots. Yes, folks. Unfortunately, Vance, that's the end of our time. We wish you the best. We pray for your success, and we will talk with you tomorrow night. Judge Vance Day. TeamVanceDay.org. 648, back in a moment with Freddie and others. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We'll get to the phones in just a moment here at 10 minutes till the top of the hour. You know, uh, rain is coming on Wednesday again. And if your roof leaked in that last little bit of rain that we had, which was about an inch, you need to get that fixed. That's a great reason for you to call Pfeiffer Roofing right here in the Salem area. They're a second-generation, family-owned company, been in business since 1978. They'll come out, assess what's going on in your roof, and they'll get it fixed for you. And then you can look and talk with them about longer-term solutions. Because short-term solutions just stop it for now. The long-term solution, well, they have lots of issues or lots of ways that they can help you address the issue. Go to PfeifferRoofing.com. That's their website, P-F-E-I-F-E-R, PfeifferRoofing.com. Or give them a call at 503-647-4725, Let's go to the phones. We'll go to Freddie. We'll start him with him. Uh, good morning, Jeff. I just I just can't say enough wonderful things about Vance Day. You know, as a combat veteran myself uh, from the Vietnam War, you know, we really need somebody that is a constitutional lawyer, but a man with passion, Christian values to help us. Because you don't come out of a war without being damaged. And uh, the Vietnam vet, you know, they 
we never even got a thank you really from uh, from anybody when we came home. But I'm I'm asking people right now if you want to thank a, a veteran, please vote for Vance Day. We need him. He's a good man, and he helps the veterans get through some of the issues they have coming back from the war. So please, please vote for Vance Day. Absolutely. This is what Veterans Court is all about. And it has a long track record of success. It is amazing what Veterans Court does. And it needs to be expanded. And it is another way of supporting veterans. And it's also, Freddie, you know, my thanks to you. I've known you well for many years for the special operations work that you did in Southeast Asia and Vietnam and, and other places. Very grateful for that. And this is why we need to, friends, support the Vietnam Veterans War Memorial. Um, General Mattis was here recently. I went to that fundraiser. And I, and I just have to tell you how important it is for us to say thank you appropriately. Thanks, Freddie. Appreciate it. Uh, let's move on to Art. Art, good morning. Good morning, Josh. Hope you had a great weekend. Nicer weather. I worked my butt off. But uh, I do want to make a couple comments. Everybody that I know and can influence is voting for Vance. And I, uh, you know, I'm hoping and praying we all need to pray because then we can begin to take back our state because our judicial system here in Oregon sucks big time. Just look who we have running the attorney general's office. Uh, no, yeah. uh, no, right. no doubt about that. Um, I, I did want to also, Jeff, uh, I wish you would bring back Petunia and at least on a <laughs> monthly basis, give an award for, uh, the waste of our money, uh, because I think it's very important. Over the weekend, I got a call from the Oregon Health Authority wanting to do a survey about the pandemic. And I'll tell you, Jeff, I uh, told them, thanks, but no thanks. There is no way you're going to uh, get into my life concerning the, uh, the pandemic, vaccines, all that other crap. And we know... What a crappy job our Oregon Health Authority and the Democrats did uh, concerning the pandemic. But uh, I just don't trust those people at all conducting surveys, uh, especially the Oregon Health Authority. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I join you. In that sentiment, Art, thank you, uh, brother. I hope that you um, uh, can join us for our election night broadcast tomorrow night. Uh, appreciate uh, all of you who will be joining. Make plans to do it. We'll start about uh, I'll five. Be there. Actually, about seven thirty. Thank you, uh, Art. God I bless, appreciate yeah. it. Um, again, uh, thank you uh, to all of you who listen to this show. We are. Um, deeply honored uh, to have you in the audience and, and just want to say to you that it means the world to us to have you um, share with us every, I mean, a little bit of your life, 
politics, everything we talk about makes a difference in your world and your life. Absolutely everything. Whether it's the story in Willamette Week about Oregon's overdose deaths increasing by 33% or voter turnout or the state hiding the budget details a year later. I mean, that that's stunning. It's typical of of Kate, whether it's talking about school shootings or church shootings or the supermarket shootings. We're going to be talking about all of this as we go forward in the next days. Our elections, we can still win. We, meaning those of us who believe in liberty, who believe in the Constitution, those of us who are people of faith, Our election night broadcast beginning tomorrow night is sponsored by Pacific Crest Archery, Covered Bridge Cafe, and Tracy Benjamin with Churchill Mortgage. Thank you to all of you for helping us bring this special election night broadcast. It begins at 7.30 tomorrow night. We're going to run straight through. We'll do news, the top and bottom of the hour, but we're going to be talking with people and bringing you election results and all of the election results tomorrow night. So please join us. Again, thanks to Pacific Crest Archery, Covered Bridge Cafe, and Tracy Benjamin with Churchill Mortgage for making that possible. And they have. Friends, the shooting at the Southern California Church yesterday was at an Asian church, and supposedly the shooter, whom the churchgoers wounded for, fatally killed one, churchgoers tackled the person, and it appears this man is an Asian man. Who knows why this happened? But I wonder if they'll call that a hate crime. Obviously, if you go into a church and you start shooting people, you have hate in your heart. The shooting in Buffalo, as bad as it was, they're calling it a hate crime. That's all you hear on the news. Folks, it was already a crime. Many crimes, many felonies besides murder happened because of that. But because the guy is white, all you hear is that it's a hate crime. Folks, it's a crime. It's You didn't need to call it a hate crime. There doesn't need to be hate crimes, statutes on the books. Why? Because it's already a crime to take a gun and shoot people. But that's all we hear from the leftist media. All right, join us tonight, Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, 5.30 tonight. I'll be there for 2,000 mules. Go to kslm.news, scroll down, and buy a ticket. With a ticket, you get free popcorn and soda. See you tonight, friends, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on Election Day.